Welcome to True Mental Health. I'm Crystal Crawford. And I'm Dr. Janine Kraft. We're here to have unique conversations about what really creates mental wellness. After years, decades of seeking, seeking what could create more ease in life and trying every modality possible. Crystal and I crossed paths and realized we had similar missions. A mission to have conversations about what creates ease, what creates well-being, and what renders us truly functional. If you know something else is possible, maybe completely different than you've ever been taught, join us on a journey to uncover what creates true mental health. today <laughs> every episode's gonna start with that now yes oh my gosh <laughs> well Who are we? are yeah we so <laughs> I, I said last week that this was episode number like 19 but it's not it's like 28 i mean like we've been yeah, doing this there. yeah so if you guys are listening to this now on podcasts and you're like 28 i thought it was number two all you have to do is go to youtube and we've got a bunch mm-hmm. of yeah pre-episode go check it out our warm-up Okay, okay, okay. So today we are going to talk about how do you know if you're oversharing? How do you know if you're oversharing? (laughs) ASMR, vulnerability. So last week we talked a little bit about vulnerability because it was just up in my world and then I was also facilitating a class on it leading through vulnerability. And one of the common questions was, how do I know? How do I know when I'm oversharing? And what she was saying is because she was um, likening it to social media, because in personal interactions, when you have one person, she was talking about how, well, I know, you know, after the effect that I've overshared because I'm now trying to modulate myself based on how they respond. But how do I know when I'm speaking to the abyss in social media where there is none of that real time feedback? I was like, oh, wow, there's so much there about. (laughs) how much we're just trying to modulate based on other people's responses. Yeah, what a huge fucking conversation. And yes, (laughs) there's explicit content in this podcast in regards to cussing. Um, (laughs) So leave now if you're uncomfortable. Leave now if you're, yeah. So gosh, I guess where this takes me almost immediately is that in order to determine whether or not you are oversharing, you have to judge. And for me, that is the signal that we're about to render ourselves non-functional. The moment that we go into something that requires us to use judgment is the moment we are now non-functional because judgment always 100% of the time does that. So to me, that's kind of the first red flag. It's like basically anything that you're doing to send yourself into trying to figure something out, you're going into that world of judging whether or not it's right or wrong, good or bad, whether or not you're going to win or lose, if people are going to like you or not like you, you're into that crazy, crazy non-functional world of polarity. So I would be my first thing is like, first of all, what if instead of judging ourselves, we used a different pathway. <laughs> Just maybe. Just maybe we try that first. 
Well, okay, yeah. Tell me okay, that. well, so I was looking at when you were talking about, okay, we have to judge ourselves whether it's right or wrong with the oversharing. Yeah. Because last time we were talking about the kind of ends of the spectrum with the trauma responses and how them both being walled positions, right? So even, you know, fight or flight, very obvious it's a walled position, but even the people pleasing, oversharing, bleeding all over the place is still a guarded position. So I'm curious if that's kind of where you're going with it being, am I doing this right? Or what else could I ask myself? Yeah, totally. And if you've already, I the, the yes, and I'm sure we're gonna circle back around to that like 100%. I guess the primary thing I'm looking at is like, if somebody's saying, how do I know if I've overshared, they've already experienced something that for them has been the indication that they've done something wrong. And that's why they're labeling what they've done as oversharing. So <laughs> you almost have to like unravel it in a, in a meta way, like just the fact that you're calling it oversharing has an inherent judgment in that you've done something wrong yes. and you've based it on how somebody's responded to you. And I think the bigger conversation is for what reason are we, I think there's two pieces to this. For what reason are we judging ourselves based on other people? I mean, that's a huge conversation. How and not? <laughs> there's another choice. <laughs> And then number two, like what can what can people receive and what can people hear? And are we actually being mm -hmm. aware in what we are letting come out of our mouths or are we being unaware? And so I think there's kind of two very, very big interactive conversations to this. And I'm, I'm wondering which way we want to go first. Okay. <laughs> I'm wondering, <laughs> hoping this is relevant. Like what is oversharing? Who decides how much we are sharing is oversharing. And it's like, we have to judge ourselves based on the response someone else gives us, right? So however yeah. some yeah. person responds and five different people could have five very different responses, which means like who is right on what was overshared. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a, it's a, what we call in Spanish a manicomio, meaning it's like, it's just a mess. So like anything that's mm. that messy is, anything that's based on other people is going to be that messy because there's so many different people and their opinions in the mix mm -hmm. that there's no, there's nowhere where you or I is encouraged to find out what's true for me and what I'm aware of. And to me, that's the only thing that actually like restores functionality is what do I know? What am I aware of? What actually occurred here? Because one of the things we don't look at is, and we should, is the fact that other people judge. And somewhere we've made that other people judging us is not only okay, but to be expected, and that that's our barometer, that's our only barometer of how we even know we're oh, doing something right, essentially. So, yeah, man, it's like, I lost my train. There was, there was something I was gonna circle back to with that, but like is is allowing your life and what you choose to be you know dictated by other people is that actually working is that empowering you is that giving mm -hmm. you information that is actually rendering you more functional happier or is is you looking to the way other people respond to you actually disempowering you sending you right into the self-doubt, sending you right into self-judgment. And that's right there is the indication that what you're basing 
the barometer of your behavior on is is not actually creating that much for you. So it, it might just be looking at it of going, is this what I'm doing? Am I basing what I'm choosing? This is, there's a there's a better way to say this, but it's like, is there? Am I basing? Am I using other people's opinions to validate or invalidate yeah. what I'm choosing, basically? <laughs> well, everything you just said, like, melted my brain because I went in, like, a thousand different directions and I'm, like, still trying to hold on to it, but I couldn't. And then I was like, well, how do I, how do I even talk about this? Because when I was looking at this idea of being vulnerable, right, yeah. and, and we were, and I was looking, I was like, what does Google have to say about it? And Google says that it's it's something in regards to, you know, a state of being or quality where you're going to be likely attacked or harmed emotionally wow. or physically. Yeah. Yeah. So it was this whole idea that like being vulnerable is bad. And so people are then are already really modulating, looking at how much they're sharing as like, yeah. well, okay, that was just a little too much. And I get that for myself, even just especially going through, you know, psych school for psychology, which it was like, be the blank slate and don't share your story. And it was like, don't share at all. And so it's like, I've noticed it's taken me some time to kind of let down that wall to be able to share my story or share what I'm going through to facilitate change in others. Because truly hearing other people's stories has what's created so much change for me. And so how would I determine what is oversharing? TMI, as people say, too much information. What is that? Energy? According to whom? Yeah. Exactly. So there's this, there's this one side of it that is according to whom? Like basically who determines TMI? Mm -hmm. And then there is this other side mm -hmm. of like, what's going to create, is this, if I choose this, what will it create? Yeah. And that's the, we're, those are two things we're just kind of never taught. We're actually basically taught that other people's opinions form the basis off of which we can determine whether or not we're functioning well. And number two, mm -hmm. um, we're just, there's just an omission of training in the fact that choices create. There's no omission. You get no education on that. Hey, did you know your choices create? Yeah. They create or they decay. Did you know that? Did you get a class in that? You know, choices 101, <laughs> zero. We get, we get zero education unless some of us had really incredible, wise parents. I mean, mine were super young and, and did the best they could. But some of us, I've, I've met a few people on the planet that had these incredibly wise parents that really did teach them that choice creates and that your choices all create the future and what's the future you want to create. And so they were educated in that growing up, but that's rare. So what's really true is that choices just create or decay. Now, how do you how do you teach yourself that in a way that isn't about judgment but is about awareness and that i think is the bigger conversation that when we go into have i overshared or not overshared we've missed completely we've actually missed the meta that would empower us to yeah. like function different so so would a more helpful question be was that functional or what did how that create? functional was that? What did that create? What did it create? Yeah. What did that create? Because then ultimately, isn't it based on what people can receive? Because to me, it's like PMI is just like either someone's in a walled position and can't receive any of it, any of it or someone can receive it with total ease. So that determines it. Yeah. Yeah. Someone who can actually receive, like no matter what you choose, no matter if you overshare, or you don't overshare, or you're withholding or whatever, no matter what you choose, if I on the other side 
am just receiving, none of it's relevant. It's just what you're choosing because you're choosing mm-hmm. it because you're choosing it. It's just interesting. True receiving is just, hey, it's all just interesting. Hey, that was interesting. Okay, cool. So in truth, like very few people choose interesting point of view, which is what that is, as a place to live. But in true receiving, yeah. it's all just information. It's all just energy. It doesn't have any significance or validity or relevance unless I make it relevant. So TMI is a judgment. TMI is like somebody not yeah. receiving, resisting yeah. what it is that you've just put out in the world and making that the relevant thing. And when you over here is the person who's whatever with the information are already pretty sure that you're wrong, but you're going to try something new and somebody judges you, you use that judgment as proof that you're wrong. And that's where we get into this, like, well, how do I know if I've overshared? I don't want to be wrong thing. Yeah. Well, would you say then too, because I could see myself even going into when I sit, look at, okay, what did that create that I could easily still go into some judgment of like, you could totally well, go into receive it very like well. So it's like, uh, maybe I need that was overshare, right. You know, and still kind of use it as a weapon against me. So how, like, how do you, hmm, I'm going to go into how, like, what is the energy you be when you're with that space of what did this create? So the thing you have to teach yourself, and this is what I'm so grateful for access consciousness for, is to perceive instead of judge. And that's, mm, might be, mm-hmm. so that question is- 10 other for, calls. Yeah, ten, <laughs> come to foundation. Um, yeah. So, but that question is to be able to access your awareness. So one of the things you could do is like, what did that create? And then what am I perceiving? That question of like, what am I perceiving does seem to give me more access to perceiving. What am I perceiving here? What did that create? And when you're perceiving something, at least for me and most other people I talk to, it's usually occurring down here in your thymus area. Perceiving and seeing are very much often interchangeably used, but they're not the same thing. Seeing is with your mm-hmm. eyes. It requires hard focus. It requires reference points for what it is that you're seeing. Um, Perceiving is seeing with your senses. So it's, what am I perceiving here? So So did that create a greater future? Yes or no is another aspect of that. Did that create a greater future? Did that decay the future? Because most of the time what you're missing when you allow somebody's judgment to stimulate your own self-judgment is you're missing information and that's usually the information we haven't looked at asked for given ourselves is Mm. the sense of what that created in the future regardless of how other people took it um and and as a creator it's a really important gift to give yourself because as you choose more and you become bigger and you become more visible you are going to be facing a lot of people's opinions and way more negative opinions than you even think you should. I mean, I know you and I have gone live on Instagram and like the, it's like the, the belly of the beast opens and we get like a hundred weird ass haters and trolls, and all, once, trolls yeah. all over. I mean, where do those people come from? I have no idea, but there they are. And yeah, so they, mm. so it just exists. And so it's really required of us to strengthen ourselves in a different way, to strengthen perceiving. What did that create? and allow ourselves to be the source of knowing instead of the source of Mm. Mm self-doubt. Yeah, so what was coming up for me with that was kind of this idea of like, well, if I ask, did this create, or, you know, 
did this create greater? Would this create greater? <laughs> what did this create? Or, what am I like, perceiving? What did, the, what did this create? Because even something like, okay, for instance, for me, I was thinking about like, you know, this business program that I invested in. And I was like, this is going to create all the things, more conversions, higher this and better this. And I'm going to do business this reality. It's going to be great. And <laughs> did it create greater? Not in my business, not in the sense that I thought. However, it did in the sense that I got really extreme awareness of how I didn't want to function, of what wasn't working for me, right? So in that sense, I'm seeing it as like it created greater for me that way, even though it maybe didn't do the thing that I thought it was going to do. Right. And that's just on the surface of it. What you and I could also do is we could look at the energy of it. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I'm talking about. So logically, yeah. you've got it kind of lined up. You're like, mm, it didn't really create, you know, and I'm not like, this is not me calling you out because I do the same thing. I'm like, I go into my head for like, yeah, no, I get it. Did it create greater? And I find the reasons. That's not really what we're talking about. And when you're looking at um, moving out of determining and logic into sensing something, you literally have to function from a different <sighs> space. So what we, what you could look at and what I need to look at all the time because I'm, I'm in a coaching program too and when I looked at choosing it the I didn't look at the logic of it even though the logic was there like he was saying all the right things I looked at the energy of it and I'm like if I choose this does my life get greater in five years which is that looking at the future this choice will create and it was yes and I was like okay cool so as I've been going through this program there's bits and pieces that are like not I'm not fully on board with but others that I am and so a lot of it I'm just allowing uh -huh. myself to have the process because it's gifting me all this other stuff that nobody else in the program is getting which is not relevant to me it's like feeding yeah. the thing that I'm aware of you know so looking at the energy of it gave me access to having that as an experience through this program even though it's not the specifics all the way that are totally what I'm about yeah, well, it's kind of like, I guess, kind of tied to the receiving ideas that getting out of definition. And yeah. for me, it's like going into the logic. I'm like always trying to like define something, understand yeah. something. Yeah. That's like yeah. my natural reflex. But yet when we're in the place of total receiving, that's not present. I'm just more with an energy of possibility versus going into X equals Y kind of deal. Yeah, and that energy of possibility is actually you being you. That's the thing we are not mm. gifted in this reality. It's like when you really do slip into perceive, perceiving and knowing and being and receiving, which is where that question, what am I perceiving here, takes you instantly, that's where you actually function. That's where you can function. Like in the logical realm, you actually... You, you have limited functionality, whereas in the realm of perceiving and knowing and being and receiving, you have total functionality because you have total choice. You can choose that if you want or choose that if you want or listen to that if you want or not listen to that if you want. There's total choice in that realm, which is where I got so addicted to access consciousness because it gave me more yeah. access to that. So it's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a big exhale because um, just looking at like everything we're trying to just trying to we're describing here is states of being. Yeah. And I get that it's just like sometimes it just seems really challenging almost to even put words to extrapolate to kind of explain exactly what it is when you just be yeah. it. 
Yeah. So I guess we could maybe play with circling back around. It's like, how do I know if I'm oversharing? Well, the first thing I would do, and maybe you can tell me maybe what you would do or what you, how you're playing sure. with yourself, is I would look at, okay, first of all, is oversharing awareness or judgment? Mm-hmm. So I've just said, I've assumed, so anytime you ask a question that really isn't a question, there's a judgment intrinsic to it. So how do I know if I've oversharing has the intrinsic decision that you did overshare? Yeah. So the first thing I'd invite anybody to do is like, let go what you've decided about what you did. What if it was just, you did a thing, you know, let's start there instead. Okay. I did a thing. Okay, cool. How did it go? Well, (laughs) This person had this opinion about it and that person had that opinion about it and other people didn't say anything at all. And that's, and, and then I went into all this stuff about it and that's really how it went. That's kind of the state of the union, right? Okay, cool. So did it create a greater future or did it decay the future? And if in that moment you start to go into, I don't know, that's you closing down and not actually really wanting to look at it. And so I want everybody to know that the Mm -hmm. moment you go into, I don't know, you're clamping off what you do know, what you can perceive, what you can know. And so, um, so what did that, did that decay? You will always know if it created a greater future or decayed the future. And that's, so that would be the pathway I would take people on. And Janine, I wonder like if you've got some tips and tricks that work for you, or if this is kind of something you're exploring, because it's a big, I mean, this is big. It, it is huge. And it's like, especially talking about it from this perspective now, it's kind of yeah. melted everything I've been taught, <laughs> which is, you know, for me, it's been, I've been such a skilled people pleaser to modulate yeah. based on how other people are responding. And so a lot right. of times I get the feedback early on when I first meet people like, oh, you're so likable. You're so easy to talk to. And it's just like, yes, because I'm like, pew, 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 pew. You know, if you're listening to the audio, you can't see, but I'm like moving all around, like avoiding all these laser beams because I'm just so tapped into what people are comfortable receiving. And Ah. I have always enjoyed making people more comfortable rather than uncomfortable because when they're uncomfortable, I decide I'm wrong. I've done something wrong. So, and I see that still, Ah. still pop up versus just being the space of total allowance of what did that create in that in their world even if it was uncomfortable and and beyond their world what did that create in the world because we've made other people the centrifugal force around which we operate and that's where we are losing we're actually losing ourselves and if you guys are listening to the background noise welcome to cali colombia where everything is loud all the time you're welcome. You have all the noise. <laughs> yes, we How have construction going on. No, there's nowhere I can go where there's no noise. <laughs> <laughs> What's right about uh, it? I wonder. What's right about it? I wonder. Yeah, it's always something happening. You know, if if we get it at the right time of day, you've got a lady out in the street yelling, aguacate, just selling her avocados. <laughs> and then you have another guy that drives around this little truck that like, masamora con frio. He just runs this recording, like offering corn with milk. Like, it's just crazy. But the coolest thing about this city is that it's filled with hustlers. So like somebody's always yeah. selling you something and offering something to yeah. be able to live. And I just admire that so much. So welcome. <laughs> so yeah, the so people pleasing thing where people are the center of 
how you navigate the world. And you said something really interesting yeah. I wanted to bring out, which was that um, it's, I'm going to paraphrase, but it's really been really important yeah. to you that people are comfortable. And in truth, to step up your life and be able to create the world you want to see, you have to be willing to lose people's comfort. Because what you are and what you have to say really are uncomfortable. They're confronting for some, they're paradigm shattering, they are, you know, foundation shattering. If you, when we are, when I'm truly being me, I walk through the world as a total interrupt. I'm just a disruptor by the way that mm -hmm. I am. And that's, that's true of all of us to different degrees. You know, some of us don't use a lot of words to communicate. That's disruptive. Um, some of us use a lot mm -hmm. of words and are huge, big energy, and that's disruptive. You know, if basically, if you aren't doing what everybody else, ha what everybody else has decided is the status quo, you're disruptive. And so most of us spend our whole existence as a being trying not to be what we are, which is disruptive. Yeah. And so for us to give ourselves space to be in the world, we've got to be willing to lose people's comfort and lose the validate, what, lose what we've been using as validation and find another mm. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like <laughs> change doesn't generally happen in the comfort zone. It happens when we're uncomfortable or we kind of are backed up into a corner or, you know, in that place of discomfort. So it's interesting that I just naturally valued it so much. I can, I mean, I can get it based on just kind of my natural inclinations and um, experiences growing through life. And it's just interesting that I valued comfort over discomfort but you're not alone i mean that's almost yeah. everybody including me i'm like i'm talking as if i'm an expert i'm not i've had nine years of really practicing and choosing beyond needing people to be comfortable with me but it's 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 a constant practice because the every phase or shift you go through is this next level of you know right now for example my next level is like saying nothing i literally just have nothing to say i am creating the future i don't have much to say mm. about it come or don't. And that's been really uncomfortable for me because I can perceive the people who are accustomed to me being in the world in a particular way, kind of going like doing this thing, like what's what's happening? What's what's changed? What's up? And I'm just like, I just have nothing to say about it right now. So that's a new mm -hmm. kind of, is am I undersharing? I could go into judgment about myself, right? Like, am yeah. I undersharing? Is my business going to die? Like, I could go into this frantic judgment thing. Mm -hmm. Or I could really stay present with the energy and follow it when it pings me to share and allow it to just be different. And that's true kind of all yeah. the time. Yeah, well, and where you're being persistent with the energy rather than consistently needing to judge yourself with how much you say, how much you show up or whatever. And mm -hmm. I guess that's a show. And how itself. I show up and how I shouldn't show up yeah. and how I must show up. So does oversharing even exist? No. Oversharing is the judgment we use to make that. sure that we are never ourselves. Oh. And so what else is possible? How does it get better than that? How does it get better than, than that? that? What else I is think possible? I always... Oh my God. 
<laughs> Anytime that I think back to, or I get like anxious before, like maybe facilitating class or something like that, I think back to Gary Douglas saying, just show up and open your mouth. Oh, show up, and open just... your mouth and let the words fall out. That's Gary Douglas's yeah. advice on how to facilitate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I just love that because it's just like, there's this big exhalation. And now I'm like, that's, yes, it's the total allowance for me to just be me and follow the energy and speak to that. And whatever comes out just is, it creates something versus needing to get it right. Yeah. And what I've learned over the years is that I can actually trust myself that if it's coming out of my mouth, it's time. Mm. And if it's not coming out of my yeah, mouth, it's not time. And I guess there's those times when I force things out of my mouth in order to force a result or something. So that's a little different. But if it's like tumbling out of me, somebody needs to hear it. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, yeah, I was thinking about that because even in my call, I was like, um, at some point I was like, oh, should I say this? Should I not say this? And then it's like, what will it create? It's like kind of in a really fast fashion. And then it just bloop, came out and I could tell the person like, whoop, it kind of like, did a little wedge in their world and i was like oh that's interesting wow i really want to make them comfortable right now and just, just sitting with that allowing that to do the thing and like you said kind of just trusting that okay well this came out if i'm being this present with the energy and putting words to it then what will it create Yeah. so if you've already decided you're oversharing <laughs> let go like recognize that you've judged yourself you've judged yourself based on someone yeah. else and really look at, okay, cool. So I decided that, is it true? Maybe, maybe not. What if I never judged it and I just kept going? I love it. You gotta, you gotta be willing to let other people have their stuff and not use it to destroy you. And I know that's a practice, yeah. but that's my invitation. It's like, what would it take to not judge you and be you? Mm. I wonder yeah. where we'll go next time. <laughs> I wonder where we'll go next time. Thank you time. so much, everyone, for joining then. us. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a request. If you found benefit from today's episode, we'd be so grateful if you would subscribe, leave us a review, or share it with someone you know would benefit. Until next time. <laughs>